I'm your host, Fraser Bailey, and welcome to the VegUp Podcast, where we talk mindset, psychology, plant-based nutrition, lifestyle, and big dreams. So if you want to get your head in the game, level up, and become the best version of you, listen in. Let's go. The coronavirus. Guys, if you're listening to this at the time of its release right now, there is this virus, the coronavirus, COVID-19, that is uh, scaring a lot of people. There's a lot of fear online. There's a lot of fear within the economy. There's a lot of fear in general. I wanted to address this and I wanted to give you some of the tangible strategies and tips that we are using regarding our health processes um, as people who have studied health and nutrition and immune systems and metabolism for a long time, but also just to give you a different perspective on things because there is a lot of fear out there and I feel the anxiety. And so I want to address this today for you guys. So definitely tune in because you will get some good tips from this to just help prepare yourself. But also, even if you come back and listen to this at a later date, and this is not relevant anymore, this applies to just any big challenges in life or shifting how you think to handle challenges more proactively and not being such a reactive hot mess. And so the first thing that I'll say is as an empath, myself, a highly sensitive person, an INFJ personality type, I struggle to see all the anxiety and fear that people post on social media. It tends to make me feel worse. And so I'm going to talk about how to filter that, how to decipher what is appropriate and what's not and what's real and valid and what's just reactionary, How I, what methods I use to decipher that. But first of all, I wanted to say this. I see a lot of, especially fitness people, preaching and belittling certain people. So they will say things like, you know, you're worried about grabbing bunches of toilet paper and, you know, who are you to go in there and just grab all these things like a mad person when you're out eating junk food and heart diseases, killing more people each year than this virus ever will. And so they're basically saying that, you know, people are reacting and they're doing these things that are like band-aids on a bullet wound, that they are eating like crap. They're going to give themselves heart disease. They're going to McDonald's. They're pumping themselves full of other medications. They're just not living a healthy lifestyle. So why does any of this toilet paper stuff or hand sanitizer stuff even matter? The first thing I'll say to you is just stop judging people, man, that people are doing what they can with the skill sets and the knowledge that they have. And even if they have knowledge, very often emotionally, if they're not in a good place, it doesn't stick. And that people are doing what they can to preserve themselves and protect their family from pain and suffering. And you can't wrong someone for that. Like you're an asshole if you want to judge people for wanting to protect themselves and their family out of fear. And so step back for a minute and just have some compassion for people because I see all this like fitness people get on their soapbox and start preaching and I could school most of these fitness people on nutrition and training and I have more knowledge than them and I'm still not up there on my soapbox preaching because I understand 
human fear. I understand how people operate, man. When people are not in a good place or when they're scared, they do what they can with the means that they have. And so that's what I'm saying to you first is just to step back and to not judge and to recognize that people are just doing what they can with the skill sets that they have. And so again, I've seen other people say, well, it's it's so selfish that they're buying out all these things so there's no, nothing left for no one else. First of all, that's just capitalism. That's just the world that we live in. If you don't like that, just go somewhere else. The second thing is that, again, people, when they're under fear and stress, they are just going to do what they have to do to preserve them and their family. That's it. Like people don't, they, the majority of people don't think about long term effects of, of anything. That's why they eat the bad food. It's why they drink alcohol. It's why they smoke. It's why they do all these things because those those problems for them are so far off in the distance. There's not this seemingly acute chance that they will die, like the fear of getting a disease, right? That's perpetuated. I'm going to talk about the media and social media and all this fear mongering as well. But remember, and it's the same with climate change, for example, people, if they understood that their food choices, that a plant-based diet is the biggest way to reduce your impact on climate change. If they understood that and they understood how dire climate change actually was, everyone would be reacting like they are reacting to the coronavirus. But because it's off in the distance somewhere, kind of like heart disease, kind of like diabetes, kind of like cancer, they keep doing the same things because there's not an acute fear. And I understand that perspective because I was not always vegan. Like I have not always been this way. Being vegan definitely shines a light on these cognitive dissonances that humans have. And I think that especially vegan coaches and vegan fitness people can rant about this. Um, and it gets you frustrated. I get it. Trust me. I get it. I get that people seemingly don't care, but they're all up in their head. A lot of them are just are emotional train wrecks of human beings to start with. They can barely save themselves. They can barely think about saving anyone else, right? And so we have to kind of give them the tools and equip them with the belief that they can even change. And so I want to dig into the whole thing. So like, what is the truth with the coronavirus? Oh, look, I'm not going to come out here and give you some some sort of like disease model and some expert advice because I'm not an expert in this stuff. But I often think with anything like this, the truth somewhere lies in the middle. So you have people down one end of the spectrum and they are full-blown apocalyptic preppers who are prepping for Armageddon. And hey, that could very well happen someday. I have no idea of knowing if that ever would or will amount from this. But then you have people at the other end who are super dismissive and they're like, nah, it's only happening to old people and people with diseases or people with pre-existing diseases and whatever. And I'm like, that could be your mother, your father. It could be one of your friends. It could be someone you know. Stop being a dick, right? That's the first thing. And the second thing to recognize is that you can still be asymptomatic and or get this and spread it to people who are vulnerable. And then you're just a, you're an asshole if you do that and you're not um diligent and you're not like taking it seriously right so like sure like you you can't always control what's going to happen to you and you can't control if you get it and potentially if you always you know give it to someone else before you get the symptoms but you can take it seriously you know and just 
take everything seriously. You know, what I'm saying is that I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle where it's not to be completely dismissive, but it's not to be like super fear-mongering, anxiety through the roof where it just like stops you from like living your life now. The way that I approach these things, guys, is being by basically being cautiously optimistic and preparing to some degree and with the anticipation or the knowledge or the, the, I guess, the insight that I would rather be prepared to some extent and not need these things than not be prepared and be completely screwed and have my family suffer because of that. And so that's kind of where I am. I'm in the middle. And I understand that it's good to get information and, and updates and understand what's happening. But I want to tell you this. The mainstream media has a vested interest in creating fear and anxiety because that is how they get attention. That's how their stories get views. It's how their pages get exposure and click-throughs with ads and all the different things. They generate revenue from that. And that's why you see the little breaking in red in a red bar. If you go through social media, it's like breaking, 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 red bars. Those are triggers, guys. Those are triggers like notification triggers on social media. They are literally using your psychology against you. And so, yes, I think it's good to understand what is happening with things. So like having a basic understanding of, okay, like, is this spreading to my area? Do I need to be a little bit more cognizant and aware or, you know, whatever. But at the same time, not going and just constantly updating your browser and sharing everything that you're seeing and like reading every single thing that everyone's posting and just getting into this, like this frenzied panic where you literally feel like you're getting a heightened stress response from this. This is not good. I mean, the stress response you're probably generating in yourself is is just as bad for your health, like your heart health, all these things. And so, Again, I'm going to talk about that in a second, but I want to give you some strategies that we are using just to kind of prepare. And you could take this for anything. You could take this for hurricane preparation, um, earthquake, uh, you know, just any type of disease outbreak, any type of like economic crash or just anything in general. And so basically what we are doing is I don't want to go, first of all, you need good nutrition. And the reason why I say this is because food drives hormone function, it drives neurotransmitter function, and it drives your immune system. So food is like software in your body. Your body is the hardware. The, the software is going to tell your hardware how to operate. And so if you're eating junk foods, processed foods, tons of animal products, your immune system is going to be impaired and your brain chemistry is not going to be as optimal and your hormone profiles will not be as optimal. That is going to impair how you think. It's going to impair your clarity of thought. It's going to impair how you feel, your energy levels, and it's going to impair how you can fight off sicknesses and illnesses and recover from things. And so that is why food is so, so important. I'm not disregarding acute medicine um, when it comes to hospitalizing people and helping people, but long-term, food really is a strategy for prevention or at least mitigating a lot of the things that you could suffer through. And so what we're doing is we want to avoid, because typically in the past, I've gone to the store like two or three times a week, just because I like to keep things fresh 
and I like to do smaller shops so I know what's in the fridge and kind of like we don't run out. You know, if we run out of things, I'll go get some more stuff and just everything's fresh basically. But I recognize I don't want to be going into the store so much, grabbing baskets, pushing trolleys, just, you know, all that stuff. Like I just want to be trying to reduce my contact like with um, high touch points to some extent not while, while not being overly ridiculous with it yet. <laughs> but – so what we're doing now is rather than doing like two or three times a week, we're shopping once a week or potentially it might even be once every two weeks just depending on how things go. And basically what that looks like then is more frozen vegetables. So we might get we'll either get fresh vegetables and chop them up and put them in Ziploc bags or we'll just get frozen vegetables and stockpile frozen stuff. And when I say stockpile, I mean it's not like ridiculous, but it is enough to cover us for like a week or two. Um and then frozen fruits as well, or we'll get fresh fruits and cut those up as well because, you know, fruits tend to be something that people eat often, but being fresh, they won't last long. So frozen fruits, frozen vegetables, also nuts and seeds, because if for whatever reason, if your fridge or freezer went out and or you went through all your frozen fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds are a really calorie dense source of nutrition. And so you can get enough total calories in each day with a smaller amount of nuts and seeds to really hit your de- caloric requirements to keep you functioning optimally, basically. So Brazil nuts, uh, pistachios, walnuts, cashew nuts, almonds, get some hemp seed, chia seeds, flax seed, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds. Uh, with the, the frozen vegetables, you might get broccoli, sweet peas, the f- mixed frozen uh, root vegetables, uh, what else? Frozen spinach. The frozen vegetables just be more like a fruit salad mix, dark wild blueberries, mixed berries, bananas. You can cut pre-cut bananas and put them in the freezer, do all those things for smoothies and stuff like that. And then obviously getting dried goods like, like legumes, beans, chickpeas, lentils, even some cans if needed in case, you again, like your power goes out, you still have like cans that you can just eat. And then grains. So like you've got your rice, quinoa, and if you want to get some bags of pre-cooked rice, you can do that. Oats, things of that nature. And that would be enough to really sustain you with really good, clean nutrition, guys. And that's going to help your all those things that I talked about, immune function, all that stuff. And then again, I'm not really going to the gym too much right now because gyms tend to be breeding grounds for just colds, flus in general. So many high touch points. People tend to be a little bit more unhygienic with things. They're touching everything. They're sweating on everything. They're spitting on everything. It's just, it's pretty gross to be honest. Like most gyms are just really dirty. And for so for me, I am less concerned about myself and more concerned about Zia, my daughter, for example, or if she got it, or if my family, like my, like Lauren's grandmother, for example. So, like, I need to keep myself healthy for that reason. I don't want to be the source of transmission. So, home workouts is going to be. So, I've got a set of adjustable dumbbells, I've got a barbell, uh, and I just do basically, and I've got a doorway pull up bar. So, I'll do body weight workouts, I'll do uh, dumbbell workouts, and I'll superset that with pull ups, overhead presses, chest presses. Dumbbell deadlifts, stiff leg deadlifts, walking lunges, all the types of stuff you do at the gym if you just had a set of dumbbells or like adjustable dumbbells with you and a pull-up bar. So I use that and hey, I can get good workouts in and I can make the most of it. So get those home workouts in, guys. I mean, it's it's a good thing. You know, one, you might save time because you're not commuting to the gym. Your workouts might be slightly shorter, but you're a little bit more intense with it. And so you get more time back to be creative and do things you love at home and do all that other stuff, you know. So it can be, if you frame it in a good way, it can be a good thing. 
And then other things like sun exposure, I can't tell you enough how much vitamin D metabolism and sun exposure can help with immune system and even just grounding. So taking your shoes off and putting your feet on the ground literally discharges negative ions from your body. There is a whole science behind the, I guess, the polarity and the energy in your body regarding ions and electrons and different things like that and how your body can you, you essentially can use the earth as a grounding mechanism to help improve your health. And so that is really powerful as well. Just getting outside in general to breathe your biome, like Dr. Zach Bush talks about. Gut health is intimately connected with immune function. And so if you've been taking antibiotics or antacids or consuming alcohol or processed foods, you want to eliminate those things where appropriate and get outside into natural environments to breathe your gut biome back to life again. And we use other things like a, a molecule, uh, air purifier. So we got it last year and it's the sort of new technology that they came out with where it has, uses ultraviolet light to vapor, vaporize viruses. And so check out a molecule, M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E. So we use those. Uh, we find, I, I think it, it, from everything that I've seen online and, and read the research about it, we, we researched it before we got it. It seems to be something that could be very helpful for you. And then obviously the basic hygiene stuff. Guys, I'm not going to go into all of that because you've probably seen a million things online about just basic hygiene and understanding you know, all that stuff. I wanted to talk to you more about nutrition, more about some of the lifestyle things you can do, and also the mindset stuff. Because again, social media and mainstream media can be a massive source of anxiety and fear-mongering. It literally, literally manipulates political elections. Of course, it's going to affect your psychology. It affects how you think because of the information that is coming into you. And so if you think everything is falling apart and you're going to start reacting in a way like that and you are not going to think clearly you are your stress response is going to be through the roof and so what i do here is for anyone who's just posting really intensely about things that are stressing me out or i just feel like to myself my god like i need a break from seeing this i'll just silence them for 30 days or i will unfollow them if there's someone i don't get any value from but there's someone that i know and i'm like if i remove this person they're going to get butt hurt and i can't be bothered dealing with that fallout right now i'll just unfollow them for now and hopefully they see my content and they learn from it and I still want some type of touch point with some of those people or I'll just silence them for 30 days if they're just really being inflamed right now, knowing that hopefully when 30 days comes back, they are a little bit more rational and calm about and, and you know strategic about things. And so you need to filter your newsfeed because if your newsfeed is full of just fear and, and fear, just fear mongering and just like anxiety, that is going to be your experience. And I would tell you to just honestly shut off mainstream media. We haven't had a TV in years. And I do not watch mainstream news. It is propaganda. It is brainwashing. It is manipulation. And I see how our family responds to the things they believe to be true and not true because they literally have their psychology manipulated by the mainstream media. And it's crazy. Once you step out of that matrix, it's absolutely insane to see how people operate. And it's kind of like with veganism too. Like once you step out of the meat eating matrix, it's insane to see how a lot of people operate. 
And I recognize that I was one of those people at a certain point. That's why I say come back to having some compassion and stuff and recognizing that we were all probably there once. And again, with mainstream media, you can search, you might search like, um, you know, like coronavirus map and just to figure out like what's happening in your area, just to be aware of the magnitude of it. But you don't need to be watching every fear-based news article and every breaking headline that's coming up. That stuff is going to make you crazy. What I would rather you do is focus on, and this stuff, it can sound cheesy, it can sound kumbaya, but I can tell you what, it's going to improve the quality of your life. And if that's what you want, then listen. Focus on gratitude. Every morning I get up and I journal a little bit. I, I write about what I'm grateful for. I write some of the wins that I've had recently, some of my insights. And I do that to help shift my mind to a place where I'm focusing on being solution oriented and I'm focusing on the things that I can proactively change in my life to improve outcomes for my life and my family's life. And so I don't have time to focus on all the negative stuff, the drama, the gossip. And so what I would tell you is what are you what are you grateful for? Write it down, proclaim it on social media somewhere. Reach out to people and show them some love. So very often you know, like we want more connection, we want more compliments, or we want more just like, a, I guess, like validation from people in our life. How often do you actively reach out and give people that to them? You probably don't. You're probably just waiting for it, but you don't, you don't solicit it. You don't give it out as well. I'm here to tell you today to text someone that you love, message someone that has had a profound transformation on your life compliment someone's positive post and give them some props, give them some kudos, give them some love. Add that to the world because, guys, our lives could end at any point. We could go out in the in the car today and be in a car crash and it could be all over in a second. And if we spent the days before that in a fear-based state having panic attacks, not being present with our loved ones, not just doing stuff we love more, that is going to be the hardest thing of all. I think not just for ourselves in those moments as we leave this world, but for our loved ones knowing that we didn't live in alignment with the way we wanted to till the very end. And so live with that insight now, right? I'm going to do that today. After this podcast, I'm going to go out and live with that insight in mind. So that is my approach today. Get off your high horse. Yeah, I get it about cholesterol and animal products and climate change and all those things. Climate change makes me concerned, but you're not going to shift people's perspective by belittling them and, and making them wrong. You're going to do it by showing them a better way and showing them how your life looks and how they can be a part of that and improve the quality of their life and then as a byproduct improve their family's life and their future generations as well and so again remember the truth often lies somewhere in the middle with all of this stuff and you have to just kind of step back and and recognize that hey it's good to be a little bit prepared for anything but at the same time don't let it rule your your life to the point where it's taking away from your joy and your ability to be a better person today. So that is my message for you today, guys. This is coming from someone who's not an expert in 
viral contagions or anything like that. But I, I do understand immune function and digestion and metabolism and hormones because those things are what drive long-term results with someone's transformation. And so I've been forced to intimately learn those things over the last few years. So I really do understand how these things work mechanistically. And that's why I'm putting these simple strategies in place because they will go a long way and they, they're not complicated. So do that today, guys. Share some good vibes. Put some good love out there in the world today. Let me know if this podcast helps you. I'd love for you to tag me in this. If you share it, let us know because I want to know that I've given you something good today. I want to know that I've given you some good vibes, some good insights. It helps me remind me why I do this as well. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Veg Up Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes go live. Please leave us a review and share this on social media. Tag me. Let me know what helped you. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Let's get this information out to the world. Help me do that. And be sure to email us over at Fraser at EvolvingAlpha.com for coaching options and mentorship. Because if you want growth, it begins here, my friend.